Every day, I am getting one step closer to having another healthy baby, and Caraway Home is helping me do that. Their ceramic, naturally slick surface cookware allows you to cook with minimal butter. Uh, they're very easy to clean, just a little warm water, you wipe it down. And the best part is, is that Caraway products are made without any toxic materials like BFASs, BTFEs, and a bunch of other things like I can't even pronounce. So you don't have to worry about that. Um, right now, visit Caraway wayhome.com slash TSFS to take advantage of this limited time offer for 10% off your next purchase. This deal is exclusive to my Sarah Fraser Show listeners. So visit carawayhome.com slash TSFS or use code TSFS at checkout. Caraway, non-toxic cookware made modern. It's time for you to see what all the fuss is about, read about their five-star reviews and why so many TSFS fans buy Caraway Home. Order now. Now streaming only on Disney Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Does anyone here know the lyrics? Ruben. Taylor Swift: The Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with four additional acoustic songs. Now streaming only on Disney Plus. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Brought to you by Bolston Bid. For all of my DC listeners, perhaps you have checked out Bolston, which is an awesome area of Arlington, Virginia. If you haven't, they redid the whole thing probably about a year ago now. And you can enjoy 30 restaurants plus shopping, entertainment. There's so much there. You can also follow them at Ballston Bid. But all this week, I have teamed up with businesses, uh, local and across the country, to give you over $5,000 in Valentine's Day love. Hello, are you following Ma'aji? It's at The Sarah Fraser Show. Be sure to be following. And all you have to do is like, like, comment, you know, follow a business that you are interested in, and you can win some amazing products from Diamond Jewelry to, of course, Ballston Bid is giving away a whole bunch of things that you can come and check out there, including a $10 gift card to South Block to fuel up. You can get your fabulous green juice and then walk around. A blowout, which is valued at $50 at the Dry Bar in Bolston Quarter. $50 to Scout and Molly, which is a cute boutique, and you can snag a new outfit. $100 dinner to Copa at Ballston as well. So check out Ballston Bid. But more importantly, if you want to enter to win this, we are drawing on Valentine's Day at random, just follow my Instagram at the Sarah Fraser Show. So we have a ton to talk about in the pop culture world. Obviously, Super Bowl last night, framing Britney Spears. If you have not seen the documentary, it was trending all weekend long. I have to tell you guys, I think for those of you who have followed me and listened to me since like my radio days, I've never been the biggest Britney fan. My co-host, Mel, who was with me like on the Kane show and Sarah Ty and Mel, she was like the ultimate. Like, Mel went to, Mel saw that girl in like Vegas. She saw that girl in Tampa and DC, like everywhere Britney Spears was. But 
I have been so fascinated by this documentary. And if you watched over the weekend, I'm dying to know your thoughts. And I'm going to make a big apology. And you want to know why? Because, I, you know, I'm a big woman. And when I'm wrong, I am happy to say it. So framing Britney Spears, I want to start with because the trending all weekend long was Justin Timberlake. Why is that? If you haven't seen it, this documentary is out on FX. It's out on Hulu. It was done by the New York Times. Really well done. I really liked it. And it focused on her conservatorship. Now, what I didn't like, and again, of course, they were focusing on her conservatorship. So this is why they really, they skipped over a lot of like Britney meltdowns, if you will. You know, remember when she married like that Jason Alexander guy for a day, the Kevin Federline reality show that was a disaster that they had. All that is left out, okay? So instead, what they do is just focus on essentially her mental health and how misogynistic the media is, how crazy the paparazzi culture was in 2000, and how other women and news outlets, even credible news outlets like ABC and Diane Sawyer, benefited immensely from essentially getting Britney Spears to do an interview and then fucking destroying her, okay? Diane Sawyer, and it's always hard because they take just a clip, right? You don't see the full interview. And I didn't bother to go back and watch because Diane Sawyer, I don't even know where where Diane Sawyer is or what she's doing. I don't care. But they show this interview where Diane Sawyer, after Britney Spears and Justin Timberlake break up, and then Justin Timberlake releases Crimea River, which is alleged to be about Britney cheating on him, um, she, Diane, in her very like journalistic voice is like, now, Brittany, what did you do? What did you do to him? What did you do to, call-? and it's like, poor Britney Spears is reduced. I mean, you're beginning to see her mental health crack and she's like reduced to tears in the whole segment. You're like, what the fuck? It is nuts. Now, I told you I was going to apologize, but there's one thing that is also trending, and I put this on my Instagram story. After watching the documentary, do you think that Justin owes Britney an apology? And I have to tell you, I don't think he does. The reason is, for this instance, these two are 21 years old, and there's so many factors. Like, it's never black or white. It's never just like, okay, did did Justin Timberlake come out and say Britney Spears cheated on him. He never actually did that. He alludes to it, and then he basically is able to sell millions and millions of copies of Crimea River because he alludes to it. At this time, though, you begin to see Britney has no actual management. In fact, her manager, her assistant, the like the person that was like set up as her guardian, essentially, from the time of 15 until like 2009, is this, I'm sure she's numb. I'm sure she... <laughs> She's numb too. I'm sure she's sweet. But this woman, Felicia Colada is her name. And she's like a simpleton of all simpletons. She looks like one of the witches from Hocus Pocus. I'm not even joking. If You can see it on my IG story if you want to see it, okay? She is assigned by Lynn Spears because Lynn, by the way, has Jamie Lynn Spears, who's really little, as Britney has signed her first record deal, is getting on MTV, all this stuff, okay? So they have this Felicia woman travel with Britney and and be her like surrogate mother. (sighs) Fucking mistake number one. This chick is from like little rural Alabama and is getting eaten alive along with Britney Spears with all these record execs, everybody in Los Angeles. So I say all that to say, 
you know, Justin Timberlake has done some shit that obviously he's gotten away with, probably partially because he's a man. The Janet Jackson episode. Does anybody else remember when he and Jessica Biel got married and they got a ton of shit because they basically like, I don't know if they tried to invite homeless people to their wedding and perform. Does anyone recall this story? It okay google it and go down the rabbit hole but they did some shady shit with some homeless people that were around when they got married and then it was quickly like buried so do i think that justin timberlake has been problematic in some of the situations that he's been in yeah absolutely this one i think you're 21 years old i mean if you guys have ever dated anyone uh, (sighs) At 21, I mean, I hope the hell you were cheating on them. We were all cheating. I mean, I've cheated on boyfriends in the past. And sometimes it's just as, it's just cheating. You're 21. You want to experience other people. They're fucking huge celebrities. Like, what did you expect? I, I so people out here like, he, you know, he hoes her an apology. There were a lot of reasons because somebody should have been advising Britney in these interviews. And this is why I think you see Beyonce and Jay-Z. They don't do any mainstream media. They control their entire narrative. Smart. Rihanna. You hardly see Rihanna. Now these individuals, unfortunately, sadly, because of Britney Spears, Michael Jackson, other people, Whitney Houston, are so, I think, they guard their, their sanity so much. And you have to. Because you see in Britney Spears in that film how she had no guidance. She did interview after interview. Matt Lauer, I mean, and look, I mean, Matt Lauer's life is in the shambles, you know, so that's gone. So she has no guidance. I mean, this poor Felicia, I mean, all she could do is make up some sort of hocus pocus like recipe. That's about all she's good for. So Britney is out to the wolves. Instead, when, when because when she, like, she probably did cheat on Justin Timberlake. So she should have just said... Look, we both were young. We wanted to see other people. You know, I'm working through my emotions with JT. Or if she didn't cheat on him in these interviews where they're accusing her, like, what did you do? What did you do? She should have been like, you know, I didn't do anything. I never cheated on him. He's using this or trying to use this to promote his song. Since this whole documentary has come out and JT has been trending for three days, a source allegedly close to the Britney Spears camp says Britney holds no ill will. And I think we've seen that over the years, right? They've commented on each other's stuff. Um, you know, they wish, wish each other well. I think they've been at like an event together where they both said hi. So I, like the whole fucking thing, like he needs an apology. No, I don't think he does owe her an apology. Um, yeah, Janet Jackson, that situation where he went on and his career flourished and then Janet, I still don't think Janet's career has been the same since. That one to me was way bigger. My guess is JT and Brittany were cheating on each other. Okay, so there, you can be mad at me about that. Here's where the apology comes in. So I have been an adamant, I do not believe in the free Brittany. I had not believed in the free Brittany movement. I thought these people were absolute wackos that had the time to go to LA and hold up signs. And these two chicks that started a podcast about free Brittany, like crazy. However, this documentary does a really good job of laying out that, <laughs> that her dad... Um, was really not in the picture until her conservatorship started, which was like 2009, 2010. So Jamie Spears, we find out, really, he was like dealing with his alcoholism. You know, he was obviously getting divorced from Lynn. He, like, Lynn kind of had signed this record deal, had sent Britney with Felicia the Witch. So, you know, 
he had not had anything to really do with the situation. Now, look, I think you can look at that in two ways. One, maybe he was getting his life together. And by 2010, when Britney was clearly having a mental breakdown, he had his shit together and he realized that it was, you know, it was time for him to step up as a parent. Okay, you could maybe make that argument. And throughout the documentary, I think they do a great job of reminding us there's so much to this story that we don't know. I totally agree with that. I think... Obviously, if you've been involved in the courts in any period in your life, custody battle, divorce, lots of times things can be sealed off to the public, especially for high profile people. And you never know what the story is. However, I do agree with the documentary and a lot of the free Britney advocates. And and I'll say it, I, you know, I apologize because I think you guys did, you do have your research down and you do know it. That, that Jamie Spears has a lot of motive and has benefited immensely financially from this conservatorship. Because once this conservatorship started, instead of taking Brittany back to like rural Louisiana, letting this woman like rest for a couple years, they essentially probably get her on medications, get her out of a mental hospital, and then get her right back on the road. It is criminal I think it is criminal how this woman has been treated, how this woman has been manufactured and essentially just used and abused even by her own family to keep making money and get out there. Now, they claim that 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 Brittany loves touring and this is what she wants to do. Maybe, but there's also a point when she shouldn't be touring. Like when she was having that meltdown, shaving her head hitting the paparazzi member's car, which she should have. The, that, that paparazzi asshole was on the documentary. He's such a fuck stick. He made all these excuses as to why, you know, he was like profiting from it, but it was okay. Asshole. So she essentially, instead of like taking her out of Los Angeles, they never take her out of Los Angeles, the hub of all paparazzi and all her problems. They never go, you know what? Let, let, they never pull a Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock, major cheating scandal with, you know, Jesse James years ago, flies to Vermont and like stays at some little like Vermont, you know, shack or whatever with her sister and lets her sister like run her store. Okay. Gets out of Dodge. They never take her out of Los Angeles. Instead, they kind of get her somewhat stable and get her back touring. So I apologize. I think you have to investigate Jamie Spears's motives in this conservatorship Brittany has asked for him to not be on it. Does she need someone to conservatorship over her? I would say probably yes, because so many people are still out, including Sam Lufty, the longtime shady manager, to, you know, destroy her or to control her life. But anyhow, sorry about my free Brittany things, because now I kind of believe that she probably, she she definitely needs a, an overhaul or someone else to really manage that conservatorship that obviously will be paid, but maybe not benefiting as much as Jamie Spears. My last point on this, um, you know, everyone and their mother was commenting about it all weekend. Uh, the New York Times even says they received threats because, you know, Jamie Spears has, he has sued some of the Free Britney movement people in the past. So, you know, again, he has a lot of interest in keeping this conservatorship, I think, which is where I am happy as a big woman to be like, hey, I was wrong. So the New York Times says they were threatened. I also wanted to tell you guys in 2015, I actually interviewed Britney Spears. And in the documentary, they talk about anyone who's ever interviewed her knows now, since the conservatorship has happened, that she's very heavily guarded. And it is true. Uh, I was at the Billboard Music Awards 2015, and it was Iggy Azalea and Britney performing. 
we interviewed her. You know, there was no pictures, absolutely no photos. If you took a photo, um, her manager, Larry Rudolph, was right there to and, and listened in. So she was very coherent. She was very clear. She was very sweet. Uh, they did not tell us what we could and couldn't ask her, but Larry sits within earshot and watches everything she's doing. And I can't remember. I need to ask my co-host. I, I almost wonder if they had somebody filming like us, we were not allowed to film her, but I almost feel like they had someone filming us, which was, it was a lot. So in that part of the documentary, I was like, oh shit, y'all are right. You guys need to watch. It was, and, and, you know, I think over like 70% of you thought that Justin Timberlake owed, um, I was Brittany an apology. The other disturbing thing too, for, for any of my DMV listeners is, so the first lady of Maryland, who was the governor's wife at the time, Kendall Elrich, she essentially said like in 2001, um, you know, if I saw Britney Spears, I'd probably shoot her. Yes. This was the first lady of, of Maryland. You know, we forget how awful like politicians are even prior to Trump. They were terrible. First lady of Maryland said this. Now she backtracked at a domestic violence conference she was at where she said that she used the wrong words but and now she's gone on and she is like she's like the chief executive or overseer of a sexual assault program in man in in maryland kendall ulrich you should look her up i'm like girl that did not age well why the fuck would you say that i mean it is crazy how we treat celebrities like they're not even human so you have to watch. I want to know all your thoughts. I'm sorry. I just don't think Justin Timberlake owes her an apology. I feel like there was so much mismanagement going on by her career. Her people should have put out a statement. And I think it was obvious. She obviously probably did cheat on him, which she should have. She's 21. She's like young. And I think all pop stars have learned this. But <sighs> poor Britney went out and declared that she was a virgin and wanted to stay a virgin. Biggest mistake ever. Because... <sighs> It's so hard to do that. And then, of course, she was caught in that lie like over and over again. Okay. Also have to thank another sponsor. Best way, of course, to support this show is to frequent our sponsors. You guys, that is how I make all my money. And that is how I pay everybody that works on this fabulous show. Chris Kane Associates, are you looking to sell your house while they're top realtors in the D.C. region with Long and Foster Real Estate? And, of course, our girl Penny G., I love me some Penny G. Penny G and Chris K are also a part of our Valentine's Day giveaway. It's our biggest item so far. The food or the Ninja Foodie. People are going bananas over this thing. I need to get it. It's a pressure cooker, air fryer, tender crisper. Never used one. Quickly cook ingredients with tender crisp technology. It's a 6.5 quart ceramic coated nonstick, four quart ceramic coated um, nonstick cook and crisp basket. You can enter on my Instagram at the Sarah Fraser Show. 2021 is officially off to a hot start as the markets continue to be red hot. Do you know how much your house is worth or are you looking to sell, buy something new? Maybe you're a first time homeowner. You need to know all your options. We'll reach out to Penny G and Chris K from Chris K and Associates. They're pretty amazing. You can call them today, 240-413-6102. There you go. From Long and Foster. Super Bowl was last night. I watched. I loved it. Tom Brady is amazing to me. Oh. 
I call him the Nozempic Ben on Ozempic doctor. I'm talking about Dr. Applin and his wife who founded My Optimal Body. I am so happy about this. These are the first mindful eating-based doctors I have ever partnered with. They see patients nationwide, and they are seeing more patients who have been on Ozempic, and Ozempic has failed for them. What makes My Optimal Body so unique, and why am I endorsing them? It's because Dr. Applin actually looks at food additives, your, your addiction to food, your mental health. They do a whole look at you, including your gut health. Many of Dr. Applin's patients are working out, restricting their diets, and still gaining weight. Why is that? Because something's going on in your body and with your mind. Visit MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment. Be sure to tell them the Sarah Fraser Show sent you so you can qualify for a free personalized assessment, plus a bonus free 30-day supply of their gut repair product when you sign up for a customized plan. Again, that's MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. As I get closer to 40, I'm like, okay, you know, such an inspiration, this guy. I just hope I continue to have the drive that this guy does after I have my little guy, you know? Um, loved it. I actually really loved the Super Bowl commercials for the first time in ages. And I think it's because I didn't, I don't know if I stayed away from the internet or I just didn't see them or I didn't care, but I did not see the Super Bowl commercials leading up to the event and it was fantastic. I loved it. So I... Uh, my top three, I loved the Reddit commercial. They bought a five second commercial with this like long thing that you had to pause and go back and read, which was basically like, hey, we're not going to spend millions of dollars, but become a Reddit member. We thought we'd do this clever thing anyway. I'm like, Reddit, you're fucking brilliant. Also, um, Drake from State Farm. I love Drake. So Jake and Drake from State Farm was great. And then my number one was Gwen Stefani and Blake Shelton, T-Mobile, how they met. And it was the best it was so clever and it was essentially like how I envisioned them really meeting, which was Adam Levine is FaceTiming Gwen and she's like, I've had it with LA guys. I don't want to date an LA guy. I want to date somebody that's cultured, but essentially his self-service is breaking up because he doesn't have T-Mobile. So he thinks uncultured, like not from LA. <laughs> then Blake Shelton walks over with the thing of nachos. I'm like, this is so how they met. It's what America was thinking. It was great. I loved it. That moment, the streaker was amazing for, to me too. Now, the streaker really annoyed me. There was a streaker. I don't know if you saw it. You know, the NFL will not show streakers because then they don't want to encourage more streaking. But there was a streaker on the field. Um, a ra- the radio announcer for the NFL actually did narrate it. But uh, I thought this was going to be like a great moment where someone was drunk and doing this. However, it was a YouTuber behind this. Prankster Vitali. Vitali. Vi- Vitaly, 
Oh my God, I'm gonna, I just muted. But who cares? Uh, Vitaly Zordovsky, um tweeted out last night, we fucking did it. The 28-year-old is well known for his pranks. Um, and the man was pinned down by security guards. He had Vitaly's name on his um, sort of Borat type suit. It's there's no word on the punishment for the streaker or what he'll face. Zordazeski, who has also run onto the field during World Series and World Cup games, has had several run-ins in the law with the law, and then in April was charged with felony aggravated battery after allegedly jumping out of his car and tackling a woman to the ground. And this is all for his YouTube channel, which I refuse to give him any views, but you can definitely get down the rabbit hole today if you want to. Anyway, oh, and I actually bet for the first time yesterday, FanDuel, my husband had said, okay, you have to download the FanDuel app because they're running this promotion. $5. $5 and you can win $275 because they want new people to sign up. So Schman downloaded the app. I downloaded the app. Schman bet on the Chiefs, lost, you know, terribly. I bet on the Bucks, won $275 for the family. Okay, hello. Mm, yes, girl, take me to Vegas and my good luck. Now, look, people on my social were like, look, bitch, it's a 50-50 chance of getting this. I know, okay? I'm not, it's, I'm not gonna take out, you know, a fucking second mortgage on my place and start gambling away, although people do that. However, um, it was super fun and I can see how online gambling is addictive. They also said, too, record numbers of gamblers nationwide. Like, so I think they said they were going to, they're anticipating $4.2 billion bet on that game, like, which would break a record nationwide for the most amount of gambling. I was in, but you know what? I cashed out this morning. I said, FanDuel, withdraw. I want my 200 because they're like, do you want to play again? No. Because I think all that you can, Dan was like, we could bet on like the US Open or something today. I'm like, what? I'm not betting on some, I don't know shit about tennis. Are you kidding me? I don't even know where you can find a tennis court, let alone I'm not betting on FanDuel. But I was excited. I'm $275 richer. I'm like, all right, what am I going to buy, mama? What am I going to buy myself? You know, I forget too that I got to start like buying things for my kid. I don't want to do that. I want some Chanel earrings instead. (laughs) I want that. So many, um, oh my gosh, so many documentaries for you guys to watch. You know, I'm documentary obsessed. Fake Famous is the other one that you have to watch. Fake Famous is out right now as well. It's so good on HBO. It is all about how influencers fake it until they make it. And it works. Is anyone else disheartened watching this? Oh, I was so disheartened. So... Nick Bolton is the guy who works for Vanity Fair. He took three people in LA, these three young people who are trying to make it as actors and actresses. And he goes, I'm going to, we're going to do a social experiment and see if we can make you into influencers and you can get paid endorsements and things like that. Now, as somebody who monetizes my social media, I monetize everything, every podcast commercial you hear. I, I mean, every, I, I feel like if I'm going to put this effort in and show people my life and do all this stuff, like I'm going to make money everywhere. YouTube. So I have monetized and figured out how to do everything with real followers, but I'm beginning to think I should probably get fake ones because it worked. He does this whole breakdown with this chick. And if you want to follow her, her name is Dominic Drunkman. Um, or Druckman, sorry, Druckman on Instagram. 
Go to her account. She has supposedly, like, she's got 200,000 followers. Well, of course, her shit gets, like, 600 likes, which is an indicator that you obviously don't have that many followers. Because if you had 200,000 real engaged followers, at least 10% of them are seeing your stuff, you know? Maybe not that high, but you're at least getting probably 10,000 likes a picture, okay? It is, I think it's disheartening, but it's also, I think, People who really get into the competitiveness of social media should watch this because it goes to show you how people fake everything. And this is my biggest problem now about being online socially. I just, I'm almost like at the point too, I don't want to do it, but I'm, I'm sort of on this cycle of like, I make money from it. But just seeing how you can buy likes and followers and essentially stage yourself as you buy, you pay for a photographer. So you have to put up several thousand dollars initially to get going, but you buy followers, you buy engagement, you buy comments. And then before you know it, you have legit brands who reach out to you and want to send you free product or they want to uh, pay you something to endorse their product. It actually worked for this woman. Now, the other two guys I thought were great, and they ended up just for mental health reasons, Chris Bailey and Wiley Heiner. Um, And Chris Bailey is really cool. He's like an artist, and he's like, no, I want to be known like actually for my art. I want people to really like me. And he gets really freaked out about how fake it is and then goes to Nick and says, I don't want to do this anymore. They even show how they fake like where influencers are. So for example, they hold up a toilet seat, like a toilet seat, and they stick it like next to a window. So it makes it look like you're on an airplane. So the they would have these influence be, influencers be like, hey, headed to Bora Bora. Then they go to the beach in Malibu and take a few pictures and be like, Bora Bora bound, you know, or here in Bora Bora, here in Hora Hora. <laughs> did. And people fall for a hook, lightning, sinker. Are we that dumb? Are we all that dumb? There's so much fakery on Instagram. And this is my thing too. I'm trying to get into Clubhouse. I'm trying to like do more Clubhouse stuff. But I also, Clubhouse drives me insane because everybody on there is like million dollar entrepreneur. Show me your fucking tax returns. I'm getting to the point, like, if you are a million-dollar entrepreneur, like, show us your sit, post your fucking sales, because I don't believe everybody on TikTok now. Social media marketing expert. Got myself, you know, got so-and-so one million followers. Of course you did, because you paid for it, bitch. Like, show us the real proof. Nobody really posts their resume, you know? And not even their resume, because you can make that up. I guess you can manipulate the numbers, too. So there's for your watching pleasure. You guys will be so sucked down the rabbit hole of those two. And since we're still like in the midst of full quarantine, the television watching is so good right now. Um, also, okay, I want to thank one more sponsor. And then I want to talk to you guys about my pregnancy, which is um, I'm 30 weeks, almost headed to 39 weeks, which is bananas. Uh, speaking of social media, Oh God, this is a perfect segue. They're going to be like, great. Thanks, Sarah. Inside the Vault is a social media marketing firm that is going to give you a legit audit of your social media platforms. So do you have, are you a brand yourself? Do you have an e-commerce company? How about an edit to find out, an audit to find out what you could be doing on your social media? They're going to kill me. They're going to be like, Okay, girl. 
Anyhow, this is part of our Valentine's Day giveaway with a $400 value. They're also giving you a $100 Amazon gift card so you can buy anything you need to help make your virtual presence even better and take it to the next level like ring lights, microphones, and more. You need to subscribe to their mailing list inside the vault.com. That's all you have to do. Go and subscribe to their mailing list inside the vault.com is their website. And then boom, you'll be automatically entered to win. Inside the Vault has worked with major brands like Starbucks, Prince William County or Prince William's Foundation, Leonardo DiCaprio and more and received shout outs from people like Richard Branson and Oprah. They are now launching their secondary company, um, which of course is Inside the Vault and they're helping small businesses build back and better in 2021. So there you go. Okay. Mm -hmm. Don't even, don't even go there with me. (laughs) I am 30 weeks pregnant. I have less than 10 weeks to go. 30 weeks in like four days. And I'm really getting panicked about the birthing part. I've had, knock on wood, the best pregnancy. Like, I've been so grateful. I felt really good. I had, like, a little bit of morning sickness and a migraine back in, like, my first trimester. I had, like, three days. Like, I could not get out of bed. But beyond that, my little guy has been doing amazing. And also, if you follow this story, he is measuring really large. So he's measuring, I think, like at 26 weeks when he should have been one pound, eight ounces or something, he was measuring at two pounds, nine ounces, like almost double. So now they're talking about inducing labor around 38 weeks or doing a scheduled C-section. Now I want to know, like, this is what makes me nervous. And I'm, I want to know like what you did. Did you have, did you induce and it was fine? Cause I hear, I seem to like just hear every woman's nightmare story of birth, um, which I'm really <laughs> hoping is not mine. So I hear every woman's like just horror story. So people say to me, you shouldn't be induced because the, pit- the pitocin that they give you to induce birth is like your birth on steroids. It's so extra painful. And then half the time you end up in cesarean. Did you have a good experience with pitocin? I want to know also, or C-section. So, you know, they say to us, like, you guys are candidates to have another baby or potentially another two babies. Can you imagine my fucking ass pumping out two more kids? Like now I'm actually excited. I want to, because this little guy has been like a joy, right? So they said, you know, if you're going to, if you think you're going to have another kid or two, you really shouldn't have a cesarean because it can cause scar tissue, which can lead to fertility issues. So I get down these rabbit holes, which I should not Google. Did you have a cesarean and then could you get pregnant with other kids? And again, you guys, I'm 38 heading to 39. So I'm also older. I ain't like 23 going, okay, I'm going to get like, I'll do it like a C-section this time. And then, you know, dealer's choice next. Like, what did you do? I want to know. You can always, um, you know, just uh, hit me up on my Instagram because I usually try to put like a recap of the show up there at the Sarah Fraser show. So tell me what you did because I'm really curious and I'm getting nervous. And I didn't want to hire a doula because a doula cannot come in your birth room now because of COVID. So it can only be you and your husband. So like my mom can't come. So we're doing our first Lamaze class this weekend on my birthday. And otherwise I have no idea what to expect giving birth. Like, did you do no planning and it worked out fine and just listen to the doctors and um, nurses? You know, then I have friends that are supernatural and they, they believe like basically the doctors and nurses are like working against you all the time. Terrific. Um, (laughs) And of course I really trust my OBGYN team. So I'm listening to them, but I don't know. I'm, I'm just like, I'm so loving every kick. 
And then I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Now he's like actually getting to the point that he has to come out. (laughs) Like, uh, what am I going to do? How am I going to get him out? And I don't know. Is inducing labor a good idea? So definitely hit me up and let me know your thoughts at the Sarah Fraser show on Instagram. All right, everybody. Uh, love you mucho. Thank you for listening. Tell somebody, a, a friend, somebody new that has never heard of the Sarah Fraser show, what I'm all about. Um, obviously on this show, we interview a lot of celebrities, reality. And of course I share my crazy life with you and my husband as much as possible. Thanks for listening. You guys love you so much. Bye everybody. Rock, 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 r